Hey, welcome back to Even More Mashed Up. We are the pop culture podcast where two professors talk about all things pop culture. I'm Alan. And I'm Patrick. And this is our back to school episode. So clever. Which you might think makes no sense because technically we've been in school for a month. True. However, yes. we are, as longtime viewers of the we podcast, we still sorry, listeners, we've never had a viewer. Longtime listeners there of the go. podcast and go. before that, the radio show know, yes. we started out in the radio studio. We did. Which is where we are back. Yes. Today, and we are back on campus after a couple of years off due to COVID. Almost completely unchanged. Yes. And... We haven't been in the studio for five years. Yeah. I don't... Has anything changed? Yep. And because of that, we're, of course, talking about... Abbott Elementary today. That's right. Took the world by storm. Yes. So before we actually get to Abbott Elementary, Uh like thinking about going back to school, Mm -hmm. you've told me some of the tales of your elementary exploits. Do you have like a particular school memory that you cherish that you'd like to kick the show off with? I'm worried that you have one that you're remembering. No. No? No. No, just, Just curious. Like, do you have a favorite teacher? Not really. Do you score three touchdowns in oh, like seventh grade? Oh, but that was that was that was like that was like no, it was not. It was it was PE, and we were playing. Well, we were playing. You nobody know, thinks football. you were on a football team. They, right. they haven't seen me. We don't have viewers. I could be. They could. <laughs> well, I'm pretty well, sure they imagined well played, me sir. as yeah. totally ripped, based on you know everything that I talk about. Yeah, your viewing habits and the fact that you've seen Batman versus Superman 18 <laughs> times definitely suggests you spend a lot of time on the fitness. Oh, yeah. 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 So, but yeah, no, we, we had in gym class, we were playing football one day. Yes. And uh, we had uneven, we had uneven numbers. So the gym coach, who was also the football coach, played quarterback for the team that I was on. And it's possible that back in high school or junior high, I weighed about 80 pounds. And so I was playing wide receiver, my natural position. People didn't uh, respect your game. No, they did not. Because yeah. I literally ran down to the opposite end of the field and stood in the end zone because nobody guarded me. And given that he's the football coach, he was able to throw a perfect spiral to me. That even you could catch. That even I could catch. Yeah. Yes. Amazingly, I can catch a perfectly thrown ball when there is yeah. no one within 30 feet of me. Sweet. And I did that three times before they finally started guarding me. And that was your that was your like peak athletic accomplishment, probably. I that was pretty close. Yeah, that was what what topped it. Don't don't. Yeah, I, the only other one I remember was we were doing track, like the mile and a half or something. And I I am also not fast. Yes. Um, but there was one guy that I was sort of the whole time was kind of was going back and forth with. Yeah. Um, and everyone was cheering me on. And then in like the last quarter mile, he just kind of zoomed ahead of me. But there was a moment where I was like, wow, Wait, I don't so, completely suck. So your number two was getting smoked in the last quarter mile. Yes. Okay. Which I so, feel is fairly appropriate to my uh, element or uh, junior high experience in, yeah. in sports. I'm the sure. other one the other one that I remember. Well, now I've understood. I know. You've, you, the other one was I remember we yeah. got midterm grades in, in the class. We do need to talk about Abbott. I know, but this, we're talking about me right now. Did you just shush me? I did. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, we got our midterm <laughs> grades and I remember there was me and my best friend. Yeah. I had an A in gym and my best friend had a oh, B. because you tried. I, oh, sorry. I heard the story before. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, my best friend drags <laughs> me and him up to the coach and my best friend is like, coach, how does Patrick have an A and I have a B when Patrick is terrible at everything? And the coach said, well, because he's like, I grade on effort. Because Patrick is terrible at everything, he has to work his butt off to do anything. You're kind of coasting. Yeah. I was like, yeah. So, yeah, so that's those your are, top three. Those like, are that's my your top, Mount Rushmore those are, of athletic Well, that, pretty much, yes. yes. That's Trying pretty hard, much, <laughs> getting smoked in a race. 
Really, the football one the football is probably one the best is, moment. I yeah. would have stopped there if I were you. Yeah. That's where I would have stopped. Yeah. Well, you asked yeah. if I had others. That's a fair point. So, but fair yeah, point. so... That's uh, my bad. I should, yeah. not, should not ask questions. I was just trying to get us into school spirit. Yes. Well, I, f- I feel like we've done. Was your elementary experience a good one? Uh, I don't really remember much of my elementary really? experience. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... Kind of thing you've kind of blanked from your mind. Pretty much. I'm, I'm, the memory fades after you get back. I, I remember my glories. Yes. And there were none, apparently. Apparently there were none in, yeah, in elementary. Yeah. I, really, I really blossomed in, in junior high and high school. Yeah. You know, in, in junior high, I was all about the, the sports. High school, it was theater. Yeah. The, t- the typical trajectory. Yeah. I made the, the typical transition. Red-blooded American male. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that noise was. Anywho, we're talking yeah. Abbott Elementary. That's right. Which I think I might have said took the world by storm. Yes. In the uh, last year when it debuted yeah. as a like first time out sitcom, mm-hmm. everybody loves this. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the Emmys? I suppose we could. I, Do you I'm want to talk a... about the good or the bad of the Emmys? Let's start with the good. Yes. I feel like okay. You've getting us. You, you have us on a high right now, thinking about your athletic. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Achievement. So seven um, seven um, Emmy nominations? Seven. I had six. I got seven here. Oh, the thing I read said they won two out of six. No, they won three out of seven. You oh, know you know what? They might not have counted the the like technical one that they did. This might have been just in the straight Emmys. There was an outstanding casting. That yeah, that might have been. That's probably what it is. I can't yeah. believe your numbers are wrong. They are. You're the numbers man. I know. It's been a while. I'm rusty yeah. on the numbers. Absolutely. No, seven noms, three wins. I'm just going to correct that right now. One, three out of the seven. You are a perfectionist. Yes. So, do you want to talk about the wins, or... Yeah, well, I mean, the one that, that stood out to me was uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. And it was not only that she won, which was historical yeah. in and of itself, but the way in which she kind of accepted the award. Yeah, well, and, and really the fact that, you know, that's the first win since, since Jack A. Harry... For apartment two two seven thirty five years ago, and only the second one ever. Yeah, is, like that's that 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 seems kind of crazy. Do you think Hollywood has a problem with representation? Well, it suggests that it speaks to a lack of roles for black actresses, or that they've been ignored by the Emmys, or yeah. possibly both. Maybe both. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I just I just found it shocking that it's been it's been that long thirty five right. years. Yeah, and then and then yeah, that there's only two. But her speech talking about that she knows her voice belongs. Mm-hmm. And then what I loved best, because, you know, I'm a community-oriented guy, was that she didn't take credit for herself. But yeah. really, you know, in a really heartfelt way, acknowledged those who had lifted her, mm-hmm. you know, or helped her rise. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was great. And then uh, uh, Quinta Brunson winning for Outstanding Writing. Only the second black woman to win such an award. And the first to win um, Solo. Who was the first to win... I was Period. hoping you would ask. Yeah. So you're trying to catch me not researched. No, no, no I'm just but saying. I, no, you were trying, but you failed. Um, it was Lena Waithe hmm. who wrote for Master of None in 2017. Oh, okay. How do we never talk about Master of None? I've never watched podcast? it. I've never watched it. Oh, that's right. It's not a superhero. I don't just... I watched Apartment, Apartment 227. <laughs> I watched Abbott Elementary. You did, that's but let's admit, superhero. like, it's a... That's a it's a jump for you. What I I, I watch. Uh, I'm watching House of Dragons. Are you watching House of Dragons? That's not yeah. superhero. Yeah, right. You you do eventually or occasionally diversify into fantasy. That's right. Yes, yeah. and it's, and it's impressive. Uh, your range occasionally your range is uh, impressive. A soupçon sci-fi. You and your soupçons. I do like soupçon. So that's why we never. I, my question in the notes was why have we never talked about Master of None? Because uh, I haven't and watched it. It's not a superhero fantasy. No, it's because I haven't Television. watched it. Yeah. I'd watch more than superhero But it was fantasy. such a show about race and, yeah. you know, growing that, up in America. Uh, um, 
I forget the guy's name. I'm sorry. Aziz Ansari. I knew it it was Aziz, but I couldn't remember the last name. Yeah. Yeah. A really good series. But again, not as you've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Um, Anything else on the nominations front? Or are you ready to go to the bad news? I should go to the bad news. All right, go to the bad news. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, the the, the, the moment that kind of took away a little bit was the the, uh, the Kimmel controversy, I guess, as could, we call it. Could you explain that to me as if I didn't know what it was? I probably could. Yeah. Do you not know what it was? I just prefer you explain it to me like Mr. I know what I do was. my research. I got some research. So, yeah, well, they, they, the did, right. they did a thing where it was him and Will Arnett like came out and Will Arnett was like dragging Kimmel's dead body because I guess he lost in his category again. Okay. And then he was just basically laying there on the floor the whole time, including when she came up to accept her award and literally was just laying like at her feet. That's why her co-star time. her get up the stairs. I missed Kimmel's body on the floor. Yeah, he was literally the entire time she, she got the award you know, the entire time she was giving her acceptance speech. And obviously she was a little bit thrown as well yeah. by it. So um, she didn't get started on her speech right away. So, yeah. So that, and then, and a lot of people felt that, you know, Kimmel was sort of taking away from her moment by, by, you know, inadvertently sort of making it about. That's him. the kind of thing we should be outraged about more, you know, a Hollywood star, shockingly only caring about themselves. Yeah. yeah. Like, what well, if there's a twist? Yeah. Wait, Jimmy Kimmel doesn't care about other people? No, I mean, he does. I, I mean, would have seen that coming. I mean, I think he does care. I mean, uh, she did defend him as one of the earliest supporters of the show. Right. Well, that, th- that he was a big, a big yet, supporter of one of the show. There he goes doing what he does. Yeah, so. I, I think it was sort of a, a, you know, well, number one, I don't think the bit was particularly funny. And it clearly went on way too long. Yeah, you probably should so, let other people celebrate. Possibly. Yeah. Not that you ask me about my greatest elementary accomplishments or whatever. Like, not that you weren't Kimmel's dead body in front of my whole bit. I figured you know, we would get to that sure. later. We didn't want to. We didn't want to spoil all that right at the top of the show. Right. Yes. Yeah. We want right. to get. You know, I was. I was gonna. I was gonna segue it in there. So we should mention that Zach is running the board for us today. Yes. And occasionally, Zach, um, when we're doing this, will be inspired about guests we want to get on the show. Oh, yeah. So you should have a pen ready and just keep a list of. Jimmy Kimmel should not be on that list. Okay, so because... never have Jimmy Kimmel ever on the show. Well, he's going to listen to this, and I don't think he's going to come. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, like, yeah. you're wasting your time pursuing Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is my, is my, is my way of thinking I don't know. If, if he was going to come on to make an apology, I think we'd, we'd yes, accept that. Yes, we would. Yeah. You could let him know. Public apology, public apology number one. Right. Definitely not for anything else, though. Right. Yeah, no. well, okay. nothing else well, until that happens. After, okay, yeah, yeah. After he apologizes, I'm willing to have a conversation. That seems fair. Okay, so it's like a running list of requirements for Jimmy Kimmel yes, before right. he can be on as a guest again. Yeah, mostly, okay. yeah, again, I like the again. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 There was a moment like, <laughs> when, yeah. when Kimmel was, oh, and by the way, he has to be here. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he can't do it. Yeah, we can't. Oh, it's none of this, like, yeah. fake Zoom stuff. Like, he needs to buy his own ticket. Yeah. Come on. He, buy his own. Buy his own. Yeah, so we, not, well, like, he can stay. At, I got an extra room. Got an extra room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I'm in the basement. Yeah. He, no, no. Uh, above ground. Uh, above he ground. He can sleep above, above ground. ground. Okay. And if he eats But you vegan, do have a basement. We do. Maybe we should go with the basement. Is that what you're suggesting? I'm just saying he did lay on the stage. He did lay on the stage so he can lay in the basement. Yeah. Maybe so. Anyway. Just make sure he eats vegan, because Vicky okay. and I are vegan. So, okay. like, if he's going to be at our place and he wants free food, okay. it's, we're not bringing meat in just for Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Yeah, no. Making him eat vegan should be part of his punishment. It's Ooh. not a punishment. It's, not it's a, a punishment. gift. It's a gift. You know, 
Every time we do um, this show, somebody attacks veganism. You didn't hear Zach say it's a gift, and, and thus clearly, did, yeah, it, clearly hey. he's on your side. I feel like I've already lost Zach. <laughs> Five minutes in, I'm, I'm surprised Zach stayed on your side that Zach long. Zach is clearly quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, people abandon your sinking. I shit. thought Zach was Punch with me due to my my athletic triumphs in you know, <laughs> junior yeah. high. Yeah, I mean, hey, three touchdowns—that's nothing to scoff at. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. In a PE class. Yeah. Because nobody respects you. Doesn't matter. If they respected me afterwards. I, well, I'm scoffing. Yeah. yeah. They should. Yeah. So anyway, maybe we should move to overall impressions of the show. Possibly, yes. Okay. When Vicky and I watched it, and I didn't know we were doing it for the show. We just watched mm-hmm. it because it was on. Enjoyed it more than I thought I would mm-hmm. in some ways. I, th- I think it's thoroughly enjoyable, in part because you know me. Like, if it's a mockumentary, I'm in. See, that was one of the reasons why I, when I first started watching it, yeah was kind of worried because I am not a fan of the neither the the mockumentary nor or probably even less of a fan of of in like your television dramas when they always do like their one documentary episode yeah those I, I you know I, you, I I find those kind of tiresome you hate the mockumentary so Spinal Tap's not for you I do like Spinal Tap it's wow. more it's more mockumentary television so The Office yeah it got kind of tired on me in a while Parks and Rec never watched it it got tired on you? Yes. Is that what you said? That is what I said, and, and I'm then, sticking with it. And then you haven't watched What We Do in the Shadows. Exactly. Is that a, oh, is, is that a mockumentary? Yeah. Oh. The best part is, is the camera crew is following the vampires around. Oh. We're, it's on the schedule, and we're doing it. Well, we there are a couple other things on the schedule that have gotten We're bumped. not losing What We Do in the Shadows. Well, we'll see. Um, is that a I've threat? Got, I've got, <laughs> it, it, is that your threat voice? It is. Well, we'll see. Well, you don't cover me and see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll teach you guys a There's a lot of trash talking that day. Yeah. So, I love a mockumentary. Yeah, just it's, it's not. I, but I will say, I, 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 for, I don't know why, but for some reason, the mockumentary aspects of Abbott Elementary did not bother me. Huh. Um, you, you were in a generous mood. I don't know if they were, I don't know, there's something they, they felt, I don't know why, but they felt different than the other ones i'm not sure why see that's my complaint about the show it the mockumentary felt too officey mm, to me interesting to me there are definite structures in the office especially yeah. like the jim pam yeah dynamic that gets imported and randall einhorn who did a lot of the office stuff mm-hmm. is an executive producer and directed the first six or seven episodes okay and there are just moments to me where it's it's too Jim and Pam. Yeah, like it well, felt like it had been done before. Well, it felt, even the it didn't um, feel new to me. Yeah, I had I had something similar on that. Um, oh, oh, the the Janine Tariq Greg right. triangle Tariq is, is, is basically Roy. yeah, it's Except basically Jim Pam and Roy. Tariq does more weed, so he he lacks Roy's kind of violent edge. Yeah, but he's also just as much as I mean, I, it's interesting in that I felt kind of bad for Tariq early on. Yeah. And then when they got to the final episode and he had the line sort of about it was like, oh no, I'm a feminist because I let you pay for everything. I'm like, okay, yeah. then we've, we've clearly done with him. But yeah, I, I agree <laughs> that that felt very Jim, Pam and Roy. Yeah. Again. Yeah. No, absolutely. My note, I just, I know we're going to go character by character, but my yeah. notes on Tariq since you brought him up. Classic no good boyfriend mm-hmm. chasing his dream while his girlfriend pays for everything. Yeah, and then I realized that kind of sounds depressingly like my story. I was just gonna say, is that you and Vicky got, got married to Vicky? Yeah, went to get a PhD, made mm-hmm. no money. She mm-hmm. made all the money. Mm-hmm. She did the work. Yeah, she's making all the money so, now too. It's a fair point. It's a fair <laughs> say, point. Like was, the nope. gravy train has never really ended. Yeah. Although she did teach, you know, in a private school for a while mm-hmm. and the gravy train kind of dried uh, up. Not that I'm complaining when Vicky listens. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Correct me Vicky, if I'm wrong. Very well weren't you me. living at the private school for free while Vicky was teaching there? We were. Yeah, yeah. We lived in a boy's dorm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't free. Like, you're living with 80 boys from around the world. Were you paying rent? Psychologically. No, no. We were paying actually. Spiritually, there was a rent Monetary rent. No. Were we paying money? No, we were not paying money. Okay. We were paying something that that cost more. Were you paying for your utilities? We were not. Were you paying for your cable TV? We were. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, then that's fine. We weren't paying for our food. That's yeah. the gravy train. Yeah, yeah. So there was a gravy train, a, a literal gravy train. Again, yeah. you you have been yeah. you've been sort of sponging off of Vicky for for so many years. It seems like it's true. Yeah. So I I, I was really critical of Tariq, and then as I was taking my notes, I was thinking, well, maybe not. You're, you know, maybe you're, there's you're, some you're, redeeming you're, qualities you're a in Tariq, him. You know, like, you're a little Tariqy. He brings things, just not the money. Yeah. He brings rap skills. Strong anti-drug stance. It was. Is it Fade? Is that his? I his, can't remember. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Fade. I haven't watched group. this since last year. I'm going to admit. So yeah, I'm pretty is, sure it was. I just watched. Yeah, because I, mean, I just watched it recently. I'm going to count. Pretty on sure you it was Fade. The other thing that was a little too much like The Office for me mm-hmm. was Ava. In yeah. insofar as she's definitely got like a little of Michael Scott in her. She's supposed to be built at the start as a very mm-hmm. unlikable boss, mm-hmm. and then she makes this is a wrestling term, the baby face turn. Uh. Do you know what that means? Do you make a baby face turn? I've only heard of the heel turn. No, there's the baby face and there's the... Right, I've heard of there is a baby face. I've yeah. never heard of a baby face turn. You, can make, you gotta make a turn if you're not there and you go there, you I turn. I thought it was just a heel turn. I've never heard no, of a baby... A baby I've heard of turn. them being a baby face. I've not heard of a baby face turn. You know, I'm a little you catch bit touchdown passes and all of a sudden you I'm know a little, everything about I'm sports. I'm a little bit concerned you're making up baby face turn. Well, it is a baby face turn. And if I did, you know what? Copyright me. Okay. All right? We'll um, copyright the show, actually. No. It's the show. No. The the show show. is doing a trope. I have labeled it. Mm -hmm. It's the label that I'm copywriting. Okay. Not the reductive, redundant kind of plotting that they're doing on elementary. (laughs) I am Tariq, and it makes me so sad. It just... It makes me sad. But you know that her turn is coming eventually. Like, you know yeah. that she's going to do the Michael Scott thing and she's going to go from a monster to, like, this beloved yeah. boss. And I, I find her turn completely unconvincing. Yeah, see, it my just, concern... doesn't make sense to me. Because in, in watching her, the immediate comparison I made was not to Michael Scott. Yes. But was to uh, Sue Sylvester on Glee. Oh, yeah. Who eventually becomes, like, the principal. And, and she just gets kind of worse and worse and then there's these occasional moments where she has like a heartfelt moment with the kids that she's basically been bullying and abusing right um right and and so eva reminded or eva reminded me a lot of her yeah and that you know that they're, they're kind of like with sue sylvester there's so many things that she did that i'm just like yeah none of that would be at all acceptable in any kind of realistic school Right. And so much of so, what Ava does would not be acceptable what, in any kind of work. So what you want in your musical school shows mm-hmm. is realism. Like that's that's your complaint. No, like, I just it's I, not it's not that there's a, <laughs> a song and dance number everywhere. I forgot you. about this like, part of the show. Your real complaint is where's my realism? It's not no, it's just that I just I just not even the realism. I just found her like everyone was very everyone loved her character and thought she was great. And I'm like that character is a terrible terrible character. No, agreed. We and should Ava not celebrate is her. Ava is in fact a terrible terrible yeah. character that, that they kind of humanize, but in a way yeah. like you know that humanization is coming and it feels very forced. Yeah. I just I didn't I didn't buy it. Yeah. Okay, which brings me to a bonus and early fair or foul. For Ooh, you. I do like fair right? or fouls. So this comes from um, Abigail Covington of Esquire. Excellent. Ooh, Esquire. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're kind of going up in the world, aren't yeah, we? A little bit. Yeah. So here's what she writes: mm-hmm. Given that most mockumentaries rely heavily on absurdism for laughs, mm. for example, think about Jim's pranking of Dwight. Mm-hmm. 
Abbott's realist your catchword realist and grounded handling of its subject matter makes the show feel unique hmm. even though its sitcom format is nearly as old as television itself hmm fair or foul i'm going to say foul i think that's the right choice actually because i think in many ways what is absurdist about the show yes is Typical for education. Oh, in a way that, that well, I just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about the point of like what we see going on in the office is, you know, the absurdity of Jim pranking Dwight and things like that. Right. I think you know there, there's elements of, you know, it you know that that the public education system has mm-hmm. a certain amount of absurdity built into it so in the public school system the absurd is the real yes that's what i'm trying to say yeah okay. is that is I that what's defended irena she's literally i know i'm just walking out the, out the door as, well it's as we, yeah she's ta- yeah well I'm, you know i'm, I'm you know it's clearly I'm not sure she just flipped you the bird but she might have possible well, she's well yeah. she was looking at you so she might have been yeah but it was definitely it she was just waved at me so she's no. feeling good about our relationship well, that's hurtful i'm just saying behind so, the back well i've lost zach and irena <laughs> this is not a good day for me no you didn't lose me yet i'm okay, still here i'm still on board i'm still on board okay <laughs> no, I meant not lost you physically. I meant spiritually, because you're clearly allied with him on the veganism. Well, that that was just a good point. Like that was oh, like no. I thought that was like a pretty good like <laughs> addition can, to is, make. This I is can, the first time on the podcast I can in respect what, six years yeah. that somebody said Alan made a good point. <laughs> it's never been said. Before. I thought he was saying that I it was I was making a good point. Oh well, that's still never been said then. Yeah, okay, right. that's it's yeah. But so. to that point, that but the yeah, yeah I, I, is the I, real. I think in some ways that that I mean because there's a lot of ways yeah. that public education. And education more generally is kind of has a certain absurdity built in, and that's why this show is going to work for me almost no matter what, unless yeah. they miss that. Because my parents were both high school teachers. Yes, like my dad taught social studies. My mom was an English teacher. Who they, had uh, twenty minutes in before you referenced your your parents' public school teaching? Who background? had thirty seconds before you started talking about catching three football? You brought it up. I, didn't I bring, caught three I, footballs. I didn't bring up. Well, your maybe parents. I set it like up, I'm but I still sure. won. Yeah. So anyway, they were. I mean. And, and Vicky has worked as an educator, yeah. like in and around education most of her career. As have so, you. That's a fair point. <laughs> Although I don't think of myself as an educator. Isn't that weird? It's just a history professor. Not the same yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, but that kind of visibility kind of matters, I think. Yeah. Like that people are looking at this and thinking about this. Mm-hmm. and Because the show certainly captures the inequities. Yeah. That are built into the education system that it we does, run in this country. I, I do have concerns about that as well, yeah. but but it does well, to it, some it, extent. To me, it does. It, the problem is it kind of does it over the top. But there is this kind of hammering yeah. on, like... See, for me, it was a little bit different, is, yes. that, is that you see the, the difficulties, but there's also sort of a, a common thread of the character's somehow overcoming, overcoming them usually yeah. through their own through their own efforts if not money as well um but to me and, and, and there is I mean, you know when, when we're talking about you know systemic issues right when you put kind of of this this happy face on it by showing how those systemic issues can be overcome by you know right. the plucky individual i think it it, it 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 problematizes things a little bit for me it, I, I see your point, but it, it so rings true for me. Like yeah. So when Vicky and I first got married and I wasn't working, that's been mm-hmm. established. We moved to El Paso where literally there wasn't enough paper yeah. in the classroom. And then we moved to Ohio when I went to pursue my PhD mm-hmm. in another like not well-funded school district. Every year before the, the school year began, 
Vicky and I went to the teacher supply store yeah. and did exactly what they do on this show. Yeah. Which was spend money we didn't have. Yeah. Not to make us like like noble heroes or mm-hmm. anything in what we were doing. But like that's how the system works, right? Yeah. Like if you're working in an underfunded school as a teacher mm-hmm. and you want your kids to have, you know, um, materials to work with, like you go and you buy that stuff and you provide it. And so to me, like there's there's a a kernel of truth in it, and maybe the mm-hmm. show is a little too triumphal. That's that's about that's, it. that's the part of it that that is is I mean like the, well there's the episode where uh, with the art school teacher where the one teacher you know buys like the seventy five copies of the Peter Rabbit right. book all on her own, and then they get destroyed, and then Janine goes and out buys like another seventy five copies, and it's this heartfelt moment. I'm like yeah, but yeah. that that's I mean that's a huge. Like there's a little bit too much of of the. Right. I, I I'd like to see a little more emphasis on the hardship of that. It felt a little bit too too triumphal. I, I think that you can make that argument about the whole show. Yeah. Like in its its desire to do good, there is it can be too triumphal. Yeah. Well, and, and particularly in terms of of you know too. I mean, I, again, kind of thinking about like if 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 the show is sort of putting out the idea that yes, there are systemic systemic problems. But, you know, yes. your plucky go-get-it teachers will find a way, Yeah. no matter what it costs them to get past them. It sort of suggests that, oh, then we don't really need to address those systemic issues. Unless so, people haven't seen it before. Like, yeah. that's where the visibility might matter. If people yeah. say, like, do teachers really do that? And then find yeah. out the teachers really do that. Yeah, you're skeptical that Americans are going to care. They're happy to let teachers Oh, I'm continue. skeptical that people wouldn't know that at this point. Because we've seen a lot about the things that teachers have had to do on their own. Have we? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's been a lot. I mean, particularly in the last couple of years with COVID and, and you know, that they were deemed essential workers right. and everyone was celebrating them. And then, you know, after COVID or, or you know, whatever we're calling the, the, the current times. Yeah. It's all uh, now everyone's back to not appreciating teachers. Pretend post-COVID. We'll yeah. 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 So, but so that's, True, that's but kind like, of to my me, that concern. COVID is like a very small window, and it's totally unique. Yeah. Because people are thinking about it as something different. They're not thinking about like what teachers really do. Yeah. Right. Teachers doing something different for a couple of emergency years. Yeah. And then they go back. If you want to hate teachers, that's okay. It's good. I'm, that I'm not hating. I'm not here, hating you know, teachers. Like, I'm just more I'm thinking about teachers in your. No, that's not. That's not. That's not. That's not. <laughs> it's not. Okay. All right. It's not. So, maybe the good way to get at the show then would be to think about characters oh or oh fun facts okay so i should warn zach that fun facts mean fun facts he's probably bringing numbers who doesn't love going to be fun okay so always bringing those numbers when it comes to fun facts yes he finds numbers fun fun facts okay i'm sorry weren't you the one that talked about how many emmys they had numbers guy well i got it right yeah exactly i'm allowed to mention a number every once in a while my life doesn't rotate around Mm mm-hmm so yes Fun facts. Can, can you guess? Can you where, feel the fun coming? Can Zach? you guess what Here season one's audience and uh, critics rating on Rotten Tomatoes are? Uh, the critics have been very positive. They so have been. For the critics, I'm going to go in 96. Oh, very close. Really? And yes. for the audience, I'm going to go a little bit lower mm-hmm. because it's not what they want to hear. So I'm going to go 88. Oh, wow! You're you're just as close. Really? Yes. That's pretty good for me. Yes. Not that I have any pride in numbers. Yeah. But yeah. Good for me. Yeah. Love the numbers. Uh, 98 with critics. I was going to say 98. And 90 with audiences. Wow! I was right on top of it. Yeah. 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 So it's done very well with both groups, which is. I feel like critics are overly laudatory, Possibly. in part because of the politics of the show. Yeah. 
are so laudatory. I'm a little bit surprised that the audience number is so high because I kind of expected that this is the kind of show that would have gotten bombed as being too woke. Oh, it is. It's. I'm not surprised that it's a 90. Yeah. A true 90, mm-hmm. whatever that means on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But I am surprised it hasn't gotten woke bombed. Yeah. 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 I, was, I was a little bit surprised. Um, Especially, you know, given the woke character on it. But we'll talk about yeah. him in a minute. Yeah. yeah. So... So we should, if we're going to talk about care, oh, you have more fun facts. Probably. I have all kinds of fun facts. Oh, all kinds of them. Yes, yes. Okay. Would you like? Uh, can you guess which episode? Well, you probably don't remember it well enough. I've got a list of episodes. Which so episode is the highest rated? I'm going to go with. Um, Zoo balloon. I'm going go with the last one. No. Nope. Built the whole season. Nope. All right. Was it the first one? Nope. Was it the middle one? It was a middle one. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. Work family. Really? Yeah, which that actually was my favorite episode of the season. Which one is Work Family? Remind me. It's the one where they're about being a work family. I don't know what that means. I can't remember. What is a work family? It was the one where where Janine is trying to get everyone to act like they're a family and everyone else is just like, no, we're just co-workers. Right, they they just think of themselves. Yeah. That's the one where Tariq performs at the anti-drug program at her school. Uh, yeah, maybe. Gregory receives a phone call from his dad. Well, I'm taking it. This is straight from the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia. That's how I pronounce it. I know. I was an homage to you. It feels like you're stealing my bit. All right. Taking my numbers, you know taking my Wikipedia. I give you Wikipedia back. <laughs> I, I seed you the numbers, too. You can have all of it. Okay. Excellent. I'm still going to get synopses from Wikipedia. There you go. All right. But I'm going to, I will not say it wrong. Yeah. That's anymore. what I do. Yeah. And then Greg's dad tells him not to be a substitute teacher at Abbott yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, this does not. I, it does not register with me as a particularly special. Was, one. I don't know. For some reason, that's when I felt like the show kind of became what it sort of viewed as in terms of of like that was for for me that was for me that that episode was like it was episode like six or seven I think yeah so right pretty much right in the middle. Which is um, what I said, right? I said in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I just didn't look at the, the number. Yeah. Um, it was number eight, actually. Okay, I was close. So a little past the middle. Yeah, um, we can call it the middle. But yeah, for some reason, that, that's when it felt like the show kind of hit a new level for me compared to the previous episodes. That's very common, I think, to sitcoms. Like, and even yeah. the best sitcoms yeah. take, like, half a dozen episodes to kind of figure out who yeah. they are and to build the chemistry. And, yeah. And to, yeah. All right, fair enough. Do you have more fun facts? I do, but maybe I'll sprinkle them in later. If we have time. If we have time. Don't yes, run. that's true. Are you sure there's none that are so much fun? No, no. That they ought to be shared <laughs> immediately. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure none of them are that fun. Okay. Oh, I do have another non-numbers fun fact. Okay. In that uh, two of the uh, executive producers of the show, Justin Halper- Halpern and Patrick Schumacher. Yes. Do you know what else they are currently the producers of? I do right not. On. They are the writers and producers of the Harley Quinn animated series on HBO oh, Max. Which you love. Which I do. Which I would not. It's, it's interesting to kind of think of, of um, that they're both involved in those. But yeah. Then yeah. Fun fact. That, that was actually a fact. Well, the and, numbers are facts. And it was somewhat fun. Yeah. Now, Rotten Tomatoes kind of like made up facts, though. Yeah, that's true. So um, you want to start with Janine? Sure. Can I give you a fair file from the New York oh, of Times course. to kick it off? Oh, wow. Right. We're going very highbrow with the fair Well, we're file. back in the studio. It's very exciting to be back in mm-hmm. the studio. Like, I thought we'd not save it all to the end. Like, play yeah. around with the format a little yeah. bit. It's okay. exciting. Mm-hmm. Exciting times. It's like 2.0. Even more mashed up. 2.0. 2.0? No. It's even more mashed up. Season 7. <sighs> Seasons. I Boom. guess I've given up on the season. Season 7. Yeah. All right. Um, here's the New York Times. Yes. Voice of America. 
or not. Um, making Janine the point of view character feels like a statement. She's not mm. larger than life. If anything, she's a couple sizes smaller. Okay. You probably don't like the... I mean, that's, 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 that's working the whole short thing a little bit too much. Okay. And this Abbott Elementary suggests is exactly the sort of person who makes the world work. Mm. A regular person who swallows mm. her doubts and does the job that needs to be done. Fair or foul? It's mostly fair. I'm not sure how okay. much she swallows her doubts because she seems pretty plagued with doubts and, and struggles. But she does throughout work the show. But she does less. Like yeah. she, the doubts never stop her. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, so that, I'd, I'd say that's that's yeah. mostly fair. Was that how you would describe yourself at work? No, a regular person who swallowed your doubts and no. doing the job that needs done. No, no, no. Okay. You're not a Janine. No, that's what we should do. Which character are you? Oh, I know which character you are. Who am I? Tariq. Uh, no. Oh, because I thought it was the freeloading thing. No. I don't think any of these characters are me. Are you kidding? Who? You're Jacob. He's the history professor. Oh, and I've got I've got problems with the portrayal gonna, I, of history I was just going to say, this. that was going to yeah. be my question for you about Jacob, is where does he rank? You know, is he, is he you know, a particularly compared... I, I actually took notes on this. Uh, oh, okay. Compared to Lucy Preston in Timeless, which you remember we talked about. I do. I And, um... Nathan Haywood and Legends of I was Tomorrow. Say Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, neither All of whom you were big fans of. Completely inauthentic historians. Because they knew everything, including when like John Wilkes Booth went to get his mail the day right. before he shot Lincoln. Twelve twenty-three. Yeah. So you can. That's what any historian would do, obviously. So, but yeah. So that was like immediately. I was like, okay, yeah. we have to talk about Jacob and the ongoing representation of, of history professors. Yeah, I, or history educators. One, one, one of the things I read about him described him as a quote-unquote awkward history teacher. Mm-hmm. Which just doesn't ring true to me. Do you know any historians who are awkward? Oh, yes. No. That's historians are very socially mm. adept, even smooth, right. I would say. See, in saying yeah. that, you're a lot like Jacob, who tries to be very smooth with Greg. Yeah. And is, and is clearly that very sort of well-meaning liberal type. Are you saying that, that historians are well-meaning liberal types? Because historians? I feel, like, I feel like you and or, I have written or, a book. Or a historian. I, I'm just saying we have written a book, mm-hmm. all new, all different, mm-hmm. which literally critiques and attacks. It does those well-intended liberals. It does. You now are painting me to be one of. No, I'm painting Jacob to be that, and you to be Jacob. Jacob. Yes, I. You do understand the transitive property, right? It is, but it's but the transitive there. It's 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 it's. I'm I'm, I'm banking a lot on the on the transitive there. There is a move that has to be made. So you're not quite Jacob, but you're Jacob-esque. I would not describe myself as Jacob-esque, but maybe. I mean, his wannabe wokeness. There, yeah, that's... Um, he does fade into the background quite often on the show. Like, I feel like I feel like they didn't quite figure out what to do with Jacob. Like, well, that's got, the other thing. They've got a thing. concept yeah. for him, but it... I, well, that's the other thing, too, because I remember watching the first episode and thinking, oh, they're setting up, like, a, a, a Jim and Pam thing with him and Janine. Yeah. And then halfway through the season, they reveal him to be gay and have a partner. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. I'm like, I, I felt like they kind of switched gears with him, they did. like, midway through. I feel like they they knew what they wanted in terms of, like, a woke yes. white history teacher going to a, mm-hmm. you know, all-black school yes. and, like, trying to navigate it. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's he fades so much to the back, and, and partly the way you're talking about. Like, yeah. He feels like a really important character. Yeah. And then midway through the season, it's just kind of like... Yeah, like we're, and then we're he does he does kind of he'll pop up here and there. a little bit towards the end. Yeah, 
I, the other thing I he's the guy they still have to figure out yeah in terms of character the other thing that I really about him and and another thing that struck me about the show that I liked yes is that particularly early on it was the white characters in the show that were sort of more reducible to stereotypes yes than which I, which is an interesting kind That's of flip nice, of how it usually is nice flippity flop yeah yeah yes because he he never really emerges much past that yeah Actually, I, I would have that criticism of a couple of the characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not just him. It's also, yeah. I forget her name, but the, the the other second grade teacher. Barbara? No, she's the kindergarten No, she's the kindergarten. No, it's, it's um, the, the, the um, uh, Italian one. That, yeah, Melissa. Yeah. That, that she also kind of fits into right. a lot of stereotypes, particularly early on. But again, kind of fitting your pattern of, like, well-developed non-white characters yeah yeah that, that was one thing i kind of liked was that they flipped that and and that it was the, it was the non-white characters that that were sort of more individualized a really interesting kind of political mm-hmm. comment to make yeah one supposes so we started with with janine yes and we spun quickly off anything else you want to talk uh, to me janine can be a little bit irritating sometimes because she's such a do-gooder well, that's, I mean, she's irritating you know to the other people at the school yeah. too so i think yeah. that 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 does sort of work right you don't like do-gooders. I know that for sure. Let me say that. They really rub you the wrong way. I don't, I don't, do I know any do-gooders? Maybe you don't. Yeah. You don't seem like a do-gooder guy. No, you, you would do good, but you don't wouldn't like a do-gooder. You would call them Pollyanna. They would be too optimistic. I've never called anyone Pollyanna. But, but that kind of thing, you know? I don't like, think they so. don't want to see reality. I don't think I would idealistic. say that. No. No? Okay. No, these glasses are rose-colored. Only see the good. You can say that because Positive. we have no viewers. You do understand that's <laughs> how you're getting away with it, yeah. So, yeah, like, you know, sometimes she didn't feel well enough developed to me. Yeah. I mean, like, it, you know, it, once in a while you want to see her just be like, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, there's a few times where, where you know, things kind of got to her a little bit. Right. But never so. never in a far-reaching kind of way. Yeah. 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 Very positive. Mm-hmm. You know a character I didn't really care for was Gregory. Yeah, Greg... Greg... At times, kind of, uh, I went back and forth with Greg. There were things I liked okay. about Greg, and then, and then, name one good thing about Greg. Um, uh, the 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 whole he doesn't like pizza thing. Okay. Oh, and the, and that that okay. you know he's trying to get away from the family legacy of of farming, but then couldn't help himself working in the garden. Okay. I thought those were fun. I, I enjoyed those moments. So maybe there are a couple of moments to me. Of all the, like, in the, I was just going back to the point I made about The Office. Mm-hmm. He really studied Jim Halpert hard. You think so? Oh, the looks he gives to camera. No, that's true. It's, uh, like, it's a very Halpertian kind of, of yeah. performance, I think. Yeah. I don't I know. I that. just, to me, I, I've struggled more with Janine and Gregory, or Greg, mm-hmm. than almost anybody, because they felt so repetitive to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a there's a fair Been amount there, of done that. And I, I mean, yeah. He's he's. I mean, the thing is, and you know, in terms of the kind of pairing him off with Janine, he's very much playing the gym role. In terms of kind of his oddities, like not liking pizza and things like that, he right. sort of comes closer to Dwight. That he's kind of he's kind of an odd blend of of. Yeah, he's like Dwim. That, that, Do we Dwim. call him Dwim? Yeah, we call him Dwim. So, but yeah, he's he, care for that. He is kind of an odd blend. Um, it's a blend that doesn't quite work. I was kind of expecting me. more to come of the whole, like, when he finds out Ava's, you know, kind of took the job that should have been his. Yeah. Um, and I, I think part of what, what what may rub people with him the wrong way 
um, is the way in which that that for a good chunk of the season he seems to see himself above, right, being a a teacher. That he sees himself as as a principal. He's just doing this to to you know get the principal job at some point somewhere. Yeah, and there's a way in which that he kind of sees. But everything that's going on at the school a little bit beneath him. It's a little Jim-like in that way, too. That's true. Like that Jim's is very at Jim-like. the office, but he's never really part of the office. He doesn't imagine yeah. himself as, like, an office lifer. Like, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the show more than I like the characters, hmm. I guess, as we're talking our way through it. Yeah, it's, it's some ways... Which is an odd thing to it's, say, it's some, In some ways, the show is is larger than the, than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Yeah. You do like your numbers, so you've reduced it to a mathematical formula of subs and parts. No, that's just parts. a cliche. That's not a mathematical formula. That's a cliche. You're going to defend yourself by, it was just a cliche, Exactly. That is, that is my defense. Okay. Um, another character that I just, uh, we talked about a little bit that didn't work for me was Ava. Mm, yeah. Um, she got an Emmy nomination. Mm-hmm. Critics In love. the same category as uh, she's supporting, supporting, I yeah. think, yeah. Okay. Um, critics just seem to... Absolutely love her. From Slate, for instance. Mm. Janelle James's scene-stealing principal Ava may be the realest of the characters. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I would not say that. The history of narcissistic administrators who parachute into their role with minimal classroom experience okay, is well long. Then, okay. <laughs> I thought that I, I thought that one would catch you exactly like it did. Yeah, I mean, you know, on that level. I could see where, yeah, that level. I could see where where Ava has a certain a certain realism based yeah. on you know nothing in my experience. Right, exactly, in a hypothetical way. Yeah, you you would understand sort that. of of sort of running scenarios through my mind. I could see where that kind of it administrator would, it, it's would. It's a possibility. Yeah, it's a yeah. possibility, but the idea that she's the realist, even if even if you buy the idea. That people get promoted above where they should be and mm-hmm. then, like, intervene in the classroom in ways that are counterproductive to a good education. I'm just saying if yeah, you right. buy that, she, she's still not real. Yeah, no, like, there's her, nothing. Her character is completely unreal. I mean, the actor does a great job of, like, chewing up the scenery, which is how yeah. the, the role is written, right? Yeah. That's her job is mm-hmm. to be, like, so much larger yeah. than life. But that turn from bad to good, I just, like, you see it coming and it's very pat, and it's kind of overdetermined in the way that it's presented. It just yeah. Well, for me, I didn't see it. Me. I mean, for me, I didn't see it as as a turn from bad to good. It's a turn from bad to temporarily good, and she's clearly going to go back to. But like, I don't expect but, there to be any lasting change in a Michael Scott way. Only that she mm. can then be resurrected and redeemed again. Yeah, that's my fear for a show like this, right? At least with yeah. with Michael Scott, eventually they kind of let him grow into being something different. If she just reverts back and yeah. then. And then, you know, keeps doing these turns. I, mm-hmm. it, I think that will further yeah. diminish. I also, I found it, again, based on my parents' experience, mm-hmm. unrealistic to imagine that when Ava has to pick sides, mm-hmm. she's going to side with the teachers. Yeah. Principals usually don't. Yeah. You know, principals are looking to the people who are hiring them. Yeah. And keeping them employed, mm-hmm. right? And so I just, that, that, it's this American fairy tale we want to tell us that, like, our bosses actually care about us. Like, mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, the guy that's managing you on the factory floor yeah. is going to side with you instead of management yeah. when you go out on strike. Yeah. I just I, – I, it's like this this myth we want to tell us to kind of soften the edges of capitalism mm-hmm. and what it really means for us. Yeah. Because the reality is those people aren't coming to look out no. for us. Yeah. 
That's not how capitalism works. No, well, I'm not sure no. capitalism does work. Well, it works for some that, people. That might be yeah. another show. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for, you know, the board, the the guy that's the chair of the board, working okay for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, that's all I got on Ava. I don't know if you have any more. Yeah, no, like to... no, not so much on Ava, but I think in terms of thinking about, you know, because I agree that, that in terms of thinking of Ava as the most real of the characters, for me, I would say Barbara is probably the most. I agree. Real. Yeah. Um to me of the characters i mean i mean janine has a certain reality in terms of being kind of that the the plucky new young teacher right um and that's there, there's a truth to that like, yeah i've been around enough school systems to see the new yeah. the new hire come in and yeah. have kind of this enthusiasm that barbara counters with her kind of world wary like i've been doing this for a long time yeah. kind of attitude you know? yeah i did the 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 moments of of her trying to work the ipad and okay. that might that might have that felt might, a little bit that might have rest home for me that might have read yeah. you know the 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 inability of experienced teachers to to perhaps adapt to new technology yeah perhaps reminded me of of things in my experience you're, you're getting she, very vague now all when she of takes a sudden, when so. she takes the screenshot herself she's like who took that picture yeah <laughs> like, so i yeah. got of chuckle at that yeah but yeah i real i i can i can easily see why um, Cheryl Lee Ralph won the the Emmy for that role because yeah. Barbara is is you know a a um you know amidst a variety of characters that that you know are sort of can can seem at times sort of one dimensional right um she seemed to have a, a greater degree of depth if you want to talk about to real and grounded characters mm -hmm. to me it's Barbara yeah like she is so many of the teachers I knew through my parents mm -hmm. and through Vicky. Yeah. Like people who just get up and do the job, yeah, and get no attention for it, get yeah. no glory for it. Well, but also, it's, but they, also, they not just do that forgotten, work. not just get up and do the job, but get up and do the job well. That's like what she yeah. hasn't. Yeah, she hasn't. Absolutely. She hasn't. Like, I was kind of expecting. You know, is she going to be kind of the burnout person? But she's right. not. She's just someone who's very used to doing things. The burnout in her way. The burnout would be the stereotype. The yeah. teacher with tenure who doesn't care anymore yeah. and puts no effort in. Yeah, and she represents the teachers that I knew. Yeah, who had tenure. Yeah. That kept going into the trenches, mm -hmm. you know, year after year and doing the work. Yeah. Even though there's no glory yeah. associated with it. Yeah. I guess there's never glory when you're in the trenches. Like, then you're just mm -hmm. getting called to... Yeah, the trenches are not really a great place. You know, suck down some mustard gas and charge across no man's land. Okay. It's a pretty good metaphor for teaching, actually, one supposes. Yeah. In a society that doesn't value it's a, it's a, education. Yeah. A little dark. Too dark for you? A little dark for our, our happy sitcom episode. Yeah. So tell us about your three touchdowns again. Yeah, that was... That, was, <laughs> the that mood, wasn't right? dark. That was happy. That's what I mean. I'm trying to lighten the mood. All right. You want? What about what are any of your time. elementary school triumphs that you'd like to share? Well, See, I told you I was going to sprinkle it in yeah, there. Yeah, I can actually remember something from elementary school. Okay. So in first grade, mm -hmm. I had Mrs. Chandler. Mm -hmm. who was like my favorite teacher of all time. Mm -hmm. My mom described her as a blonde Wonder Woman, and I don't know if I oh. associated her as a superhero or okay. not. But one day the class was really rowdy, mm -hmm. and she said, let's go outside and run a lap to kind of burn off some energy. Good teaching strategy, like in a first grade class. Yeah. yeah. So I was the line leader that day, too, oh. and my good friend was right behind me. So I was really excited. Mm -hmm. I was going to do what you did on that mile and a quarter run, mm -hmm. but I was going to win the thing. Mm -hmm. Like I was going to bring it home. Yeah. So as we go out the back of the school, you turn left, mm -hmm. and the playground's behind us, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you walk out, and you're facing the playground. So we take off. We turn left. We're running down. And then when we get to the edge of the building, instead of turning right to run around the playground, mm -hmm. I turn left. Were you supposed to turn right? I thought I was supposed to run a lap around the building. Okay. So I turn left, and my friends followed me. Mm 
mm-hmm. and like we're running hard. And mm-hmm. after a moment, like we look back and there's nobody behind and us. It feels like the and line like, leader has been like, abandoned by those we are leading. Yeah, we are really fast. Like like we are killing it. <laughs> then the further we ran around the building, which was like one of those '70s style buildings, mm-hmm. it was one level and like laid out. So it's like yeah. a very like it had it had a big circumference. Right. We realized like 15 minutes into this run that this is probably not what Mrs. Chandler actually yeah. had. And now, by the, like, we're running by classroom windows, and mm-hmm. teachers are looking at us like we're escaping from school or whatever. Oh, yeah. So we finally come around, and we come to the other side, and everybody's been, like, standing there for literally 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they just laughed at us, and we went back inside. What, what, did, what did Mrs. Chandler say? I don't remember. Okay. I think she just laughed. Okay. Yeah. That was my, my elementary triumph. That was your triumph? Yeah. yeah. Was, was... I did get a lead role in the Christmas play. Okay. Had a little part about um, every year going to grandma's house. Oh, oh you've yeah. mentioned this before. This That's sounds right. vaguely familiar. I wore the coolest shirt you've ever seen. Like, this mm-hmm. is late 70s. Is it a Red Hot Chili Pepper shirt? No, no. It had like a it had like a shoelace tie-up like here, like like a pirate shirt almost. I, I had some style back in the day. I was probably wearing really thick cords and a, like a tie-up kind of pirate shirt. Cords are your, are your go-to pants. So. I, I do like, nothing wrong with a good pair of cords. Mm. I haven't been wearing cords lately, though. I know you're a Dockers man, but we don't want to get into that debate. I'm wearing jeans today. I man. know you went totally really casual. Yeah. It... Can I ask Zach a question? Mm-hmm. Zach, if you were wearing jeans that you ironed the night before you put them on, I don't iron the jeans. Is that considered casual? I don't iron the jeans. First of all, the fact that we have to iron jeans is insane. It, that's right? insane. It is, I don't, it is I my... don't iron jeans. If you we're have ironing jeans, in jeans. The past. that's not important. I'm not ironing them now. So you've stopped ironing. Oh, so yeah, you, for years So now. you have oh, ironed them before. Ironing jeans. Yeah. So you've, I iron other things, but not the jeans. Yeah. So you've ironed them before for casual? Yes. Oh, 100%. He, iron, oh, yeah. he irons his casual t-shirts, too. Oh, my casual not, don't t-shirts. Don't do that either anymore. 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 But he does. Right. Yeah. Because I've given him such grief, I would imagine. No, I just don't years. have time to iron those things anymore. Yeah. But you, So in your heart of hearts, if you could, you would still be ironing your jeans. You just literally admitted no. it. I, I don't think so. Don't but, think but to answer your question, right into that one. <laughs> yeah. But to definitely answer yeah. your question, I think it's almost like tears of casualness. Like if you have just wearing, like you pull them out the drawer, they're all wrinkly. You right. put them on. Super casual. That's super casual. Right. If you iron them, it's a small tear above it, but it isn't well, like a, no, so a, far don't above. Don't you think it's more than a small tear? Tiny step. I'm, go, I'm going with tiny step on this. Okay. I don't okay. think it's like a huge it's leap. Huge. Like it's not like you're wearing like khakis or like your dress slacks or exactly. everything. So like are that. you going to iron your jeans when you go home today? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> right, to be clear. That's, that's <laughs> neither, most, neither that's am most I. important. Yeah. Yeah. Anymore. It's the anymore. This it's thing. the any, it really is the anymore. Well, it's been it's been a few years. Yeah, I think a few years. Since. Oh, see now, now the truth starts to Don't come out. In, de- yeah. in my yeah. defense, the last it, couple years do all kind of blend together. That's that's it's fair turning into that. the my fish was this big argument where it's yeah. like just all exactly. of a sudden like fluctuating. <laughs> I have not done it for twenty four hours. I'm feeling sir. like I'm being ganged up on by by you and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So you mentioned Melissa. Yes. What's your take on Melissa, the Italian-American, South Philly? Yeah, gal. I mean, she's fine. She's not my fave. Yeah. Um, she's, she's, she got better as, as the series went along. Like, uh, I, she, she did become, I think, a little bit less of a stereotype. Yeah. Than she was at the beginning. As you see her struggling with her dating life. Yeah. For instance. No? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just yeah, I just kind of, yeah. You, did you like the show? Because you're giving me a lot of, yeah. I did like, eh, yeah, I did. No, I liked the eh, show. But again, I, I agree eh, I agree with you that, that you know, it's, eh, when you start to, to, eh. to, to, to sort of 
you know, analyze it in the way that we are. It's, yes. It's, it's a it's, show that... It, it's almost like we take the joy out of everything. <laughs> Not out of everything. That, ooh, that should be our new... Uh, our new tagline. Taking the joy out of everything? Taking the joy out of everything. That seems harsh. Zach's right. been laughing, so it feels like there's a little bit That's of joy. That's true. That's right. Yeah. Jo- but Zach's only laughing at the way in which we're, we're desiccating. The important joy. thing is Zach thinks we're hilarious, and that's all that matters. That's, oh, he clearly finds yeah. us super funny. Yeah. Well, because yeah. we are. Remember when Kendra used to run the board over there? She did not find And she would funny. just be like... She'd, be like, <laughs> she'd just roll her eyes or at, sleep. At best, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or she'd be on her phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, texting, what am I doing with my yeah. life? Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is my education. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, Melissa's think. fine, but she's also not one that, that, that you know... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. I, I but the rug storyline is really overwrought and just so yeah. obvious, you know? Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, so she's fine, but yeah, just not kind of. Right. Yeah. Not my fave. All right. So we talked about Jacob. Do you like Jacob? You do like history professors generally. You find them like to be good friends and reliable people who get you back and forth to the car shop. Well, that's a very specific example. It is. Just hypothetically I mean, speaking. Yeah. Yeah. That's everything on the show today is entirely... Yeah, considering that I still need to go forth at yes. the end of the day to the right. to get my car. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, Jake. I mean, I, I, Some I of the earth kind of people. I liked, I liked Jacob better when, uh, you know, we sort of met his his boyfriend. Uh, I kind of liked, yeah. I liked them together. Okay. Um, but but yeah, well, part of it too, as I mentioned before, but because both Jacob and Melissa as characters, sort of at the beginning, are are very much sort of stereotypes. Right. Um, yeah. And I think for me, Jacob, I think emerges. Plus, he, for me, at the beginning, he's also still in kind of. What I thought was a you know will they won't they kind of thing with yes. Janine. Oh, they won't. So now, so that they the more they moved him out of those over the course of the series, the the more I liked his character. But the more he seemed to disappear to me, like he just seemed to. I thought he disappeared about the middle of the series and then yeah. came back towards the end. I yeah, I, I one imagines in season two they're going to have figured out. Yeah. It's like everybody on the office was perfect, you know. Yeah. It took a while to figure out who Stanley was. Yeah, yeah, Creed. so. So that leaves Mr. Johnson. Oh, who who has now been moved up to series regular? I saw that promotion. So, that's good. Every actor's dream. I did. I did like his and Jacob's interaction with the uh, printer, where he yes. was. Where it was just like, it's, yeah. yeah, that's trash. Yeah, I did like that. That's the truth. If you want to know who knows stuff, mm-hmm. it's the Mr. Johnsons of the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'll tell you. Like they'll. They'll present the truth to yeah. you unvarnished. I even felt if bad for him, too, to that he was really looking forward to his field trip day alone at the school. Yeah. And then he had, the like, the five kids that he still had to... Yeah. The whole the, the whole breakfast club yeah. thing. You can't get enough breakfast club homages nowadays. What they did on Riverdale. Oh, let's that not... That was so good. Oh, yeah, let's not talk God. about Riverdale. You don't know this, Zach? Yeah, they did a whole... I can't remember what they called it, like, the Sunday... Instead of, the, instead of the... Oh, was that the one from, like, club? that's when they were getting murdered or something? It was the Dungeons & Dragons. The Dungeons Dragons, yeah, Gr- yeah, and Gargoyles, that's Which right. is, to me, is that's that's peak oh, Melrose-esque that's Riverdale. terrible. Um, All downhill from there. Yeah, so, but... You uh, know what was weird today? Mark Consuelo was hosting with Kelly on the old Regis show. Why is that weird? They do that all the time. Well, I never watch it. Do you, oh, okay. you don't watch it, do you? No. Well, sometimes I like, just happen to, to be home. unlike what so, like in the when we were back home when we were stuck at home for COVID and things like that. Like I'll have you know a lot of times I'll have Good Morning America. You watch Good Morning America. I I, I would have it on. Nobody under the age of eighty 
watches Good Morning well, America anymore. Well, that's not anymore. true. And then, and then... 100%. You don't watch... You watch it, Zach? I, I cannot. I can't lie here. Uh, sometimes I do watch Good Morning America. I have been homesick wow. before. I have been homesick before. And, that's the Price is yeah. Right territory. Like, when you're no, sick, you're no, watching no. The Price is Right. No, but that's know? not on until 10. You gotta... There's something yeah, you gotta... Now, if it's gotta, late night, uh, it's like the George Lopez. Like, if you hear that going mm-hmm. on, like, yeah. that's like 2 a.m. Okay. Like, you're sick. Yeah. But Good Morning okay. America, I have yeah. seen before. So, you know, I'll have, like, Good Morning America on, and then, you know, it's 9 o'clock, and it goes straight into into yeah. into uh, live with Kelly and uh, what's his face Ryan Seacrest right but but I only see Mark as Hiram oh, as, oh okay so to me it's like Hiram Lodge mm. is hosting and it's okay. just very weird to me okay he's nicer than Hiram it yes he is out. well yes. that's that's a pretty easy bar to clear yeah well that's true Hiram's done a lot of bad <laughs> stuff yeah <sighs> anyways back to back to Abbott yes. Elementary and not yes. Riverdale. That's right. Well, you know, it's, it never it never hurts ratings to throw a little Riverdale in. There. Really? Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Our ratings are literally rising right now. You, you feel like it? We're no, yeah. You realize for people we're... listening on the radio, like like the the clicks are going up. You realize no one's actually listening to the radio, but right they will now. be listening to it on the radio eventually. And I wanted to make it feel like during it's drive, happening during, right during now. drive time. Drive time. Oh, by the way, we should mention that. Yes. Not only can you listen to the podcast on Spotify and the Podbean. And the Podbean and the Apple Store. Yes. All of these are possibilities. Yes. But in addition to, Mm -hmm. you can now listen to us on Cougar Radio. Cougarradio.net. Cougarradio.net. Assume it's Cougarradio.net. Which is Wednesday? Yes. Five o'clock. I believe is when, yes, I believe that's when we were told the show airs. Which I call drive time. Oh, that's peak drive time. It's the middle of of the week drive time. Look Look out, Prospector, here we come. It's, It's hump day drive time. That's right. Prospector's going down. Remember we had a feud with some radio guys back in the early days? The Prospector, doesn't he host one of the local shows? He's one of those shock jocks that does. Okay. Yeah. We don't want the Prospector on. No yeah. no free publicity. Yeah, no, no well, I remember we had, right? yeah, there no. were, back no. when no. we were doing the radio show, there were other radio shows that we were, like, competing with for That's ratings. Right. And I'm pretty sure Absolutely. we were the number one rated show on Cougar Radio. We were. Yeah. We were. Uh, one we're assumes we will quickly return to the number one rated show on I Cougar Radio. Yeah. Uh, I assume so. Zach, you'll run those numbers for us. I know. Yeah, I'll get those going. I'll start crunching I'll start crunching Be important. Yeah. And if you can just see if it really peaked about 50 minutes in when I started talking about Riverdale, that would be best to know. That's the kind of that's the kind of fine nuanced data. I'm I want pretty you sure it's going to peak during the fun facts. <laughs> well, yeah, because everybody's going to flee the show after the fun facts. I think it peaked peak. when you did the touchdowns. Like I, that's I won't true. lie. Like <laughs> that's I think true. that was like sports. That's not the only thing that peaked when I did the touchdowns. I don't even want to know what that means. That's when I peaked. Oh, okay. That, that feels <laughs> that better. Fair, right. I thought that was fairly obvious that that was my peak. Oh, no. Never mind. I'm going to let it go then. <sighs> let it go. Yeah. So what else do you have in terms of fun facts? We've got a couple of minutes left. We can just stuff a couple fun facts around the Oh, I've got some ratings. <sighs> ratings, yes. I know you don't like ratings. I don't really know what ratings mean. Because you're going to give me a number. Yes, I am. Like 300,000 people. Oh, no, it's way more than that. 300 million people. That's Well, no, that's a no, I'm going to say... 11 million people watched the Brown Steelers game, I read on Twitter. So I'm going to say 8 million. No. Well. Getting closer? Well, if you factor in the uh, Hulu numbers. Yes. Well, I did watch closer. it on Hulu. So what's the numbers? So, yeah. So so when you factor in streaming numbers from Hulu, the yes. pilot goes up to 75 million viewers. 75 million? Now, is over, that a the, good number? over the first 35 days. Yeah, that's a very good number. Okay. And the light bulb episode jumps up to 9 million. Wait, so it went from 75 million to 9 million? No, 7. Oh, over 79. the first 35 days. Okay. For the pilot episode. Right. And then the light bulb was 9 million viewers over its first 35 days. 
of live plus streaming. So it went from 75. No, it went from 7 million over 35 days. Said, oh, I thought to you said 75 million. million. No, 7 million. Didn't he say 75 million? Yeah, you said 75 million. You said 75 million. That was like, wow, like a, that's a really no, big number. And, and did what did I say, say? I said, I did not say is, is that a big number? No, I said 7 million over 35 days. You're just smushing the 7 and the 5 together. I, here's the thing, Zach. Yeah. I would say to him, go back and listen to the podcast, but Patrick never does. No, like, I've listened is, to some. Like the first three. Okay. He never he never will again. That's not I true. I think it's fair to say. But you definitely said 75 million. I don't think I did. Which seemed like a lot, which is why I was no. saying 75 million to nine seemed like a big drop, but it no. actually grew. Yeah. From seven to nine. Right, which is what I said. Eventually. No, I'm pretty you sure. You eventually got there, but no. you led with 75 million. I think you both heard me wrong. How does, listen for a minute, mm-hmm. 75 million. Seven million over thirty-five days. Yeah, like well, I said, the, very quick, mistaking I said, those two is—it's impossible. But I, but I said, I said seven million over thirty-five days. <laughs> so you just kind of heard the seven and the five yeah, running not, together. I said it just, very quickly. None of that is true. That—that's one hundred percent zero truth in that. It, zero oh, it'll be truth. very true once I edit the episode. <laughs> if, if, I, be, if I thought that you could epi- edit the episode, could I episode, would. Yeah, oh, I can. I can figure it out. Yeah. There's going to be a cut where it's like, yeah, it went from seven million. <laughs> You're going to find this very You think, you think you're going to do a voiceover. Subtle, yeah, this yeah. very subtle. Well, what I'll do is I'll take when I said 7 million later in the show and cut it and put it in. Would you just one. make a backup copy before you start doing all the editing? My, my plan is that, you know, I'll have it on my flash drive. Yes. I will then download a copy to my laptop to work with, but still have the copy on my flash drive. Good. Right. So that I don't, yeah, no, I've, I've already figured that, that out. That's like, yes, <laughs> yes, I can't, I can't be editing the one copy we have. Yes. Because that feels Wait, like you're actually going to edit. Probably not. Okay. All right. Just to be, just to be clear. I might, I might cut off a little bit of the beginning, you know, when Mike was still here explaining how to use the technology to right. them. I thought, um, I thought Zach was doing that. No, you're doing that. No, I can I cut that. Yeah, I can, I can do that now, but it depends on like, if you guys have class, like to go teach. Yeah, I do have class. Then. That too. So then I can just. Get, so if we wrap now, we've got time to maybe Zach can yeah, give you true. a quick lesson on how to actually do it before you do it. I've done it before. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I so, had to, for the uh, the the service awards a couple of years ago when I had to do ah, like video things for for um, Amanda and Becky. Got it. I figured out how to edit stuff. All it's much easier so, on my iPad. Any more fun facts? No, We're I'm about good. an hour. So here's the final question I have for you. Okay. Are you going to watch season two? Probably. I don't know if I'll watch because the oh, first see, episode just probably well, did not well, the, sound like a. Like well, I've a, apparently got to watch like eight seasons of what we do in the shadows between there are now three, and the, three seasons, I believe. They're in season four right okay, now. Okay, four seasons. Well, so there's four three seasons. Four seasons. There's three seasons. Three, yeah, I'm, I'm going to own it. Yeah, four seasons. Um, You're going to love it. It's such a, a movie. good show. And there's a it, movie. It is. It is not. I don't know. I, I mean, we're not going to talk about the movie. I've not watched it. Okay, I'm just going to point out that like yeah. I give you things like ten episodes of Sandman to watch, and you give me like done. three seasons. Sandman of shows. is done. Sandman is done. Yeah, and I've watched eleven episodes. How many have you watched? I've watched. Just so the I 10. was done sooner. Yes. Yeah. All I right. Told, so okay. You, maybe that's not the example you want to give. I you told, gave me an order, and I did it. You tried. Yeah. All right. I've been saying what we do in the shadows for three years, and you finally done it. It's not. Took you three years to watch it. Took me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, whoa. finished quicker than you did. Whoa. Yes. I haven't actually started it at all. <laughs> So when you say that I finished it in three years, that's not true. Right. Maybe. You might finish it in three years. I, the best part about doing a podcast with you is you always contradict me with more evidence for my argument. That doesn't sound right. You jump right in and you're like, I don't no, like the hand gestures no. I keep seeing Zach make. The whole, the whole point at you and I feel like my, I'm glad there's no viewers because they would see that Zach is undermining almost no. everything that I say. Well, it will definitely. In my defense. It will probably swing eventually. I'll probably say something so ridiculous that Zach can't. 
Hey, I'm fair. I'm a fair judge. I'm impartial I, I, here. I find Zach to be entirely fair Dude. and impartial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 100%. Do you have any other final thoughts on Navid Element? I do not. I will. I will definitely. I will, I will watch, watch it. I don't know I if I'm going to watch. Wa- I don't know if I'll watch it weekly because the first episode of season two came out last week. So I don't know if I'll right. watch it weekly, but I, I probably will eventually stream it again. So you'd recommend it to friends? Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, it's a. Ugh, that tone of voice. It's is, a good show. It's a good show. It's a good show. <laughs> You're really getting up there. It is. In terms of the register. So, welcome back to season seven. Yes. I feel like this is a, a terrific return. Well, I mean, technically, we, I think I like to think we started season seven. Season seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to try that again? I like to think that we started season seven yes. when we did uh, everything everywhere all at once. Like, that was sort of like the new yes. the new version of the show. Which, by the way, was a great episode. People should... They look totally back should. in the catalog. Take take a look. It's like only three episodes. Take ago. a look, see at that one. Yeah, it's, no. not that, it's not looking back in the catalog. But it's yeah. not that far. So we should say thanks to Zach. Yes, thank you, Zach. Nice welcome to have you well, as part of the Welcome team, to Zach. the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate right. it. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we'll next week, see you next week. The Sandman. <laughs>